0: In this installment, we explore how my family and I got started on the RV, why has it been so significant in our faith walk, and how perspective shifts can help you in your everyday life. All of this and more right here today on The Great Sift. Welcome to The Great Sift Podcast. Through weekly installments, we provide content that will engage, encourage, and empower you as a believer in Jesus Christ. We tackle topics of the day, host interviews and provide a biblical view on what is happening in the church and the world at large. So, grab a Bible, open your heart, and let's begin to sift through all that God has in store. So I'm joined today by none other than the love of my life and wife of 16 years, Jessica Stewart. I, well I added in that applause <laughs> we don't even have anyone here where we are recording but uh Jess how are you today
1: I am doing awesome <laughs> it's been another Sunday in the RV <laughs> it's
0: been one of those days where it's like like we we just have so much that we do and so much that we tackle that uh, sometimes we just get overwhelmed yeah but yeah it's Sunday
1: it's going awesome <laughs> this is our day we prep for the week yeah. So.
0: Well good. It is what it is. So in case you guys missed it within the previous installment in June of 2019 Jess, myself and our two kids Maddie who is seven and Caius who is five sold everything we owned, purchased and renovated an old RV and we've been traveling around the country for the last 20 months. It's been incredible and as well as a pretty crazy journey. So Jess... To get us started here today, would you share the story of how even the idea of us selling everything and doing this began?
1: Oh my goodness. It's honestly hard to know where to start, but I will just say this. I'm one of those people that never pictured myself doing this. I remember in probably 2017 following a couple of people, including my sister and her husband who were Traveling, living tiny, and I thought, that's good for them, but there's no <laughs> way I would do this. Right. We lived in our dream home. We worked so hard for many years, upgrading over time, and we were in our perfect home. We were renovating it. We lived off the golf course, and it was everything, honestly, was beautiful, that yeah. I ever wanted, yeah, you know, exactly. and more, probably. And so... Honestly, it really came down to this being this point in our lives that we had lived and worked and lived and worked and not really taken time for ourselves or for our family. And we knew that where we were wasn't our forever place, but we didn't really know what the next place was. So I just thought, man, it would be nice to have one year to just go do what we want to do and travel <laughs> all over. And so I just really had my mind set on this, and I felt like I needed it emotionally and for so many reasons. Um, so that's when I started planting the seed in your head.
0: <laughs> tell, tell, uh, tell all of our listeners um, what exactly happened in Austin in 2018.
1: Okay, so by that point, I had followed pretty much every traveling Instagram account there is out there, and we were finally on a vacation with just us four alone, and we were in this Airbnb in Austin, Texas, right off the lake, and it was fun, it was cute, small, whatever. Um... And I just felt like, man, I love the simplicity of this. And so every night after we would put the kids to bed, it was, you know, they were pretty young and it was hard to get them to bed in a different space. But every night we'd sit out on the balcony thing and we would just chat. And I'm like, babe, what about that RV idea? You know, doesn't that sound nice? Like, We could totally do this. And
0: I would say no. No, that doesn't sound nice. He
1: thought I was crazy. (laughs) And so I just explained my heart like I needed something. I needed some sort of a gap year. I didn't know if that meant six months from that point or six years. But I just knew between where we were at that point and the next, whatever that was, that I needed some time. I yeah. needed to really take time for our family and to see things, go do things, and just experience things I had always wanted to and never had a chance to.
0: Right, right. And so for uh, what then happened as we progressed into, uh, in 2018 going into 2019?
1: So there was definitely a shift in where we were um, at our church and everything. And it just became very, very obvious that our time was coming to an end pretty quickly, right. that that door was closing. And so again, like I said, I didn't know if this was six months from now or six years. Well, it was pretty quick at that yeah, point.
0: It was pretty much six months. Yeah, that it pretty
1: much was. Uh, and so yeah. it was it was a great thing. Like everything marked out, but it was a lot to do in a little bit of time. Right. So yeah. at that point, we really started hustling <laughs> on our house, getting it done. I mean, renovating while you're living in it and having two small children, Plus, working all the hours we were at the time. That's a lot, you know, especially because we were doing it on a budget, doing most of it ourselves. Um, While still
0: doing full-time vocational ministry. Right,
1: plus my other work and all of that. And so, we looked at a couple of rigs and... Um, in Houston, and <laughs> <none> <laughs> those will be stories for a different podcast. Out. Yeah, those will be, those are a different story for another day. We ended up finding one in Missouri, where my family's from. My sister helped us out, connecting us with a guy, and so we ended up buying one.
0: Yeah,
1: and bringing it home in March of 2019.
0: Yeah, it was beautiful. Uh, the idea then of going into the RV was to give us time for a gap year is that correct? Yes. So what was your gap year? because mm-hmm. like I the perspectives that we had going into it I, we now know were both completely different. So mm-hmm. what I wanted to do for my gap year versus what you wanted to do for your gap year was different. kind of uh, help us understand the differences whenever we started actually getting into the RV.
1: So, for me personally, I was just ready to see everything. I we didn't really fully plan out a route, but we had a somewhat of a direction that we wanted to take, and I just wanted to see everything. I like two weeks here, one month there, two weeks here, like I was ready to go for it. Um. But for you, well, I'll just <laughs> let you talk for yourself.
0: <laughs> so for me and my perspective coming into it, what I wanted out of the gap here was we were transitioning out of uh, vocational ministry. And I wasn't sure if we were supposed to play in a church or if we were supposed to do something else. And so it was really just kind of one of these things where I wanted to take the entire year and figure out what our next ministry objective was going to be. And, uh, and she had this idea that we were going to go running and gunning across the country and have fun and make memories and get rid of material and only have, you know, experiences for our kids and all of these things, which, you know, I was fine with, but in all honesty, you know, between you and me through the months, we realized (laughs) pretty quickly that not that we were at odds with one another, but that we were, um, on this and in this for two different reasons and it couldn't stay like that Mm -hmm. so within our rv tiny living experience we could not maintain that experience (laughs) at being on different ends of the spectrum
1: right and you know the thing is is we went out we started doing some adventure but our rv wasn't done yet there were things that just kept messing up our plans like the air conditioning went out we didn't have everything ready to go before we had to go to this we were planning this trip out east and all of these different things we had to take a road trip in the car instead we stayed in the midwest longer than we thought we were going to and it was just like everything that was in my mind that we wanted to do it just wasn't happening on the timeline so I just kept making the best of it we kept we made it down to Houston for a wedding we had just so many so many events happen that ended up leading us to a place that we never pictured ourselves going to at that point right except maybe for a two-week visit but it was clear that at one point on our journey We needed to just kind of sit for a while and figure out (laughs) us because in this tiny space of ours, it was becoming more obvious, like things that Chris had been dealing with for a while, which he spoke somewhat about in his first installment of this podcast, Um, and then just different healing things I was going through as well. All these things are colliding, yeah. plus all these physical things going on and things with the RV. It was very obvious that the Lord was taking us a different direction than, honestly, either one of us thought right. we were going to go. Definitely,
0: definitely. And tiny living really does expose um, the good, the bad, and the ugly oh, yeah. Out everybody. <laughs> of all four of us. All four of us. Um, some of the great things that we found uh, in our family. I would say some of the great things that we had found is is how much we genuinely enjoy laughing together.
1: <laughs> we do. L- like yeah. we
0: just love having a good time, being silly, Having Friday night dance mm-hmm. parties, Saturday adventure days, uh, just just all of the stuff that that makes family so good is mm-hmm. something that's really just been uh, exponentially brought to the surface.
1: Yeah, and I think we also realized like how cool our kids were. Yeah, you know, like we we obviously loved them, and we we've always been good parents okay right. like we're good parents we're not perfect parents but we're great parents but being on the rv helped us see them in a new light we weren't distracted by our ministerial jobs right. like we we're both still working and that's a whole different story about like what kind of work and stuff we do on the road but we just—I don't know—I just started seeing them in a new light because they were right there all the time. Right now, some days it feels like oh, they're right there, they're right all, there the time. <laughs> all the time. Oh my goodness! But you know, they weren't yeah. upstairs in these in this huge home, like playing for hours without their mom and right. dad around. They're literally right there.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's so good, so good. And then for. Uh, why don't you kind of explain the uh, just a, a small tangent of your uh, healing journey? What happened for you? Because you were you were already to a point emotionally, uh, really secure, and in what you had come out of. And if you want to hear more of Jess's story, you can find it over on Instagram at the Steward Life. She has a full breakdown of what uh, was going on with her. But she, um, Jess, had gone through uh, some emotional and and mental healing that she needed to. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you were already at the tail end of that when we got on the RV. So why don't you kind of um, explain uh, that portion of the RV life for them?
1: Yeah, so for me, honestly, I I felt great personally. Like, I, I felt healed. I felt ready to go. But just what you heard from Chris's story, yeah. you know, in the first installment, is those couple of years that we were kind of walking through that journey together, It was just hard for me because I felt like I never just got to be I was always like you know by day doing stuff with the kids doing stuff for my job doing stuff for ministry and you know it just never ended I didn't just get to rest because I was helping Chris walk through things and so It just kind of, it put a little hinge on our marriage, you know? It just, it's like we still loved each other, so devoted to one another, so faithful to one another. But there was this kind of wedge in between us that had kind of grown over time and, again, became more obvious in the RV. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, because when we made it to Northern California, which is where we're actually at right now, but when we made it to Reading uh, the first time... I, um,
1: <laughs> the first, the time. first That's time. So yeah. I, uh,
0: I, I needed something from the Lord uh, and I mm-hmm. came here seeking it. I came here seeking strongly, um, a personal healing from past wounds, past hurts, grudges, frustrations. And it had, and it wasn't even about people out of our, because we left our last church uh, wonderfully. It was a great transition. Mm-hmm. This is old wounds, old things that yeah. have been um, bothering me for years upon years upon years. And I came to saying, Lord, I need it removed. So I had mm-hmm. to go to a place where I didn't know anybody where mm-hmm. nobody knew me, <laughs> where when I walked in the door, nobody said, pastor, I need. Mm-hmm. Uh, and And <laughs> so it was a wonderful experience coming here. But what came to the surface was a lot of great conversations inside mm-hmm. our tiny living space. Uh, inside of the RV. Um, Some frustrations, lots of (laughs) tears, um, but lots of wonderful smiles. And and what happened, uh, my perspective shifted from, I don't need a title in ministry. And this is important. I don't need a title in ministry. I'm always in ministry. Mm -hmm. But my ministry right now is is my family. My ministry is even myself. I need to get myself to where I'm good with Jesus and, I, and not just good in the sense of salvation, but like where I completely trust him, where I lean on him for everything and I stop leaning on myself. And so, yeah. what Tiny Living exposed for us in our perspective was. A, a trust and a faith in God that we had not had in any of our previous 16 years, mm-hmm. but when we together as a couple placed our trust on God in that way what we found is, is our marriage became tighter and stronger. Our yeah. family unit became tighter and stronger and how wonderful of a thing that this small little 180 <laughs> square foot space can do, right? That it yeah. brings us together in such a way that even though we both entered it for different reasons, we actually came to something that God truly wanted for us inside of that tall or tall, tall inside of that tiny living space that we have. So how is it if, How has that perspective shift then uh, helped both of us in our family, in our everyday lives?
1: Uh, There's a lot to that. (laughs) Um, But I would say um, really learning to appreciate the moment, to appreciate being Mm, there with one another at that time. Not saying we're perfect at that because we're both still working and we both have a lot of responsibilities, (laughs) You know, and homeschooling and just all of the things that everyday life brings. But I would say when I'm with my kids, I just look at them in a different way. Yeah. I have a new appreciation for them. I see like all of us doing things together and it not just being about you having a title and me having right. a title and becoming this person who's known or whatever. It's about us just navigating life together and doing what's best for everyone involved. That's good. Where I think before it was like what's best for us, you know, and not what's best for all of us. Like us as a couple versus all of us as a family unit. Mm -hmm. And, you know, unfortunately for us specifically, we're not saying this about everyone else out there, but (laughs) for us, when we were in vocational ministry, that just wasn't the focus. And I'm so thankful that God has shifted that.
0: Definitely. Definitely. So then I think the next question is, is as we see this perspective, we, we start, you know, allowing for all four of our voices to be heard and we've really come together as a family and God's really been able to just bless us in that way. Um, We've, we, we both have said we're probably going to make it three years. Oh, my goodness. I wanted nine months, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> three years is probably what we're going to hit inside the RV. Mm-hmm. So what is then the ultimate goal for us moving forward at this point in living in the RV?
1: Okay. So if you're listening and you're like, wait, how long have you been in there again? <laughs> so we moved in June of 2019. So right. it will be two years in June. just a few months. And that is crazy to me. And again, we do think it's probably going to be three years. So to be honest, like we still haven't decided where we're going to settle. Right. We've talked about a few places multiple times and we just haven't settled on where to settle. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but now more than ever, we know what we want to do yeah. with our lives. And so... There's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that's going on um, that we'll clue you in on over time. But for me, like, I absolutely love the business that I'm in. It's not just a business to me, it is a ministry as well. And I absolutely love helping people with their wellness journeys. And so you can, if you follow us or if already or if you haven't yet, You can find us at the steward life on Instagram. And we talk about how we steward our faith and family and our wellness. And for me, I talk a lot about young living and those products for people's homes and stuff like that. But it is just so it's become so evident in the past two years that that's what I'm supposed to do. And it's like, I love it. I've never loved doing something so much like, quote unquote, job wise right. in my entire life. And I've done a lot of different things, especially in the field of education. But this is by far been what I love the most. Yeah. Um, so moving forward, you know, we know what we're supposed to do with our lives yeah. and what ministry looks like now and you'll see more of that unfold with both of us together and with Chris yeah. and all of that.
0: Super exciting. And
1: with this podcast, yeah. you know, which is so exciting. This has been a dream of Chris's for years, and I'm yeah. so happy it's happening. <laughs> um, but as far as where we're going to settle, <laughs> we still don't know. Right. So,
0: But the ultimate goal for us being on the RV is really to show people and help people and uh, along the way um how to steward their faith their family and their wellness that that mm-hmm. is who we are and what we're about All right. So Jessica, last question of today's installment. Uh, What is it that you would like to leave our listeners as an encouragement for their faith walks? Because the entire podcast is wrapped around helping to inspire, encourage, and educate people uh, in in understanding the word of God. Um, Mm -hmm. But whatever's on, whatever's Mm -hmm. in your heart, whatever's in your mind, what encouragement do you want to leave with our listeners today?
1: Honestly, give him the first part of your day. If you want to set yourself up for your day well and you want to be able to give to those around you your best, you have to give him the first part of your day. And that was honestly a huge part of my healing journey and something I have to continually Like realign myself on, but when the first thing that I do is, you know, of course, grab my coffee. Of course. And open my Bible (laughs) and spend time in prayer and focusing on Him. That has made the biggest difference in my life.
0: 100%. I completely agree. Uh, We just want you guys, as you're listening, uh, to be blessed, to be taken care of, uh, and to know that you have people who are right now currently in Redding, California, Mm -hmm. that pray for you and believe the best for you. So we want to thank you for joining us today here on The Great Sift. May our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, truly, truly bless you today. God bless.